appreciate your choice today to come into the house of the Lord in great numbers. And also I will thank God who could thank God for your life. And also praying for those who could not make it today. I don't know the reason. But God is near and close to them and I know that he will keep them like an apple of his eye. And they may be able to take a decision to come into the presence of God. As we sang this song, if you run away from him, he will find you. It is better to run to him rather than running away from God. Because one, I, one thing I know, one thing I say often in churches, to love your God begins in your words but ends up in action. To love your God begins in words. To start saying words, Lord, I love you. But what the Bible says, if you love me, do my commandments. So your love to God, love towards God begins in words but ends up in actions. And I'm, I'm, off, I'm, I'm hopeful that the song that I sung, it doesn't remain as a song in your life. It would be a reality of your life. That one line I that it touched me. If you don't touch me, Lord, where can I go? If you are a child of God, where else we can find joy? Where we can else we find peace? Where we else we can find provisions? Everybody wants God's blessing, but not God. The world is after God's blessing, the gifts, the talents, the skills, the finances, the healings. But very few are takers of God. Few are those who are badly, madly in love with God. Not because of the blessings, not because He gives, not because He gives provisions. I pray that we may be. Seekers of God and lovers of God, than we seekers of blessing and lovers of blessing. The Bible says, Seek first my kingdom and its righteousness, Matthew chapter 6 and all these things shall be added unto you. If you seek the kingdom, last time I said, when you say about kingdom, it's not like you are in love with a kingdom because a kingdom need to have a king. When you say, I love God, I love the kingdom, that means you are fallen in love with the king. If you do not have a personal transformation, you cannot have transformation socially, economically, financially. If you have an encounter with God, He will definitely stand for you. Because he said, I will never leave, never forsake. You may not be not seeing things happening now, but don't worry about it. 
Don't worry about it. There are many things that you do not know is happening. Because God is going to publicly elevate you, publicly bless you. Trust Him. Live a life that is pleasing to Him. Psalm 1914, I read, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. When the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable at your side. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. What is the meditation of our heart? The psalmist says, I give you a word in my heart so that I may not sing. If you do not have this word as meditation in your heart, you and me can anytime for him sing. Every person, every cup, especially the Christians. Most of us remain live in replacement theory, alternative theory. What is alternative? It's okay. I have faith. I have this. That means I do not need to read the Bible. I need not, I, there is no need to pray. My sins are forgiven, so there is no problem. I can live anyway. David, very experienced person, doing all things of all sorts of sins, came to a point and says, Lord, let the words of my mouth the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. And the book's Bible says, heart is the most deceitful thing. It can fall, fail, you can fail you anywhere. It can cause accident anytime. You may, now second, you will fall in sin, destructions. That's why Sam says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, my prayers will not be answered. When your prayers are not answered, what we normally do, we say, I go to church, I do this every day, then still why I am not checking my life? It's a place to God. Actually, when we had worshippers and ushering teams meeting, the word that came from Book of Malachi, chapter one, six onward, saying, "Where is my honor, like a you, like a you honor your father? You give reverence to your master. You respect your kings." Where is my honor? We come to church. I'm so sorry to see some of them, the way they come, the way they sit. As if that, they are doing some favor to God. No reverence. No honor. No respect. 
the pastor is a indian so it's okay indian african but he is god's servant honor him honor the house of the lord whether in america africa india sri lanka honor the house of the lord when you come into the house of the lord come with humility don't come with chewing gum keep on chew like a cow because your mouth should utter meditate speak the word of god when you chew the gum what is the what is the word of your mouth that is going to please god because you are not able to please because the darkness is fixing fixing your mouth <laughs> come on is this the way that you need to come to the church don't act like that you are very holy come like this word that is saying lord if you don't touch me where else i can go there is the honor to that father where is the respect to that king where is the reverence to that master yeah is there i know there is something lies the book of the bible and after that you know from malachi the, the last prophet if the bible has a blank paper in page in between theology says that is the silence of god between malachi and matthew the old bibles have a blank page in today's bible they write new testament but old bibles have a blank page between malachi and matthew says 450 years god never spoke to his children israel after that the first prophet came was john the baptist and he didn't come with saying beloved children he came with saying brood of vipers you like to hear that when you come in a dishonoring way i should say brood of vipers go on out he said why you are running and then came jesus he came to the standard of god man telling i love you as i said to the the love of our god begins with word but ends with action when you start praising god if you go on knees and praying and crying and worshiping instead praise you dance and celebrate but in worship when you go that and says that you started with words that come across to you you are my refuge you are my you are my shelter you are my hiding place you 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 are my present help in time of need and automatically in reverence your knee will go down your mouth will start speaking to god your eyes will be filled with tears and that is the worship that is pleasing to god I challenge you people change the way you worship God change the way you come to the house of the Lord think about it think about it how many of you know that you are the reason and man you are the reason for which and women you are the reason for which Christ 
died on the cross. I am the reason. And then how, what audacity we have to come into his presence with a casual way. Casual way. God do not delight in the casual way of worship. In the Old Testament, he killed casual worshippers. I spoke on that very length couple of months before casual worship. If you do not touch me, where will I go? How many of you say, can say, Lord, my total dependency is upon you? You think you are doing a business because of that you are surviving in India? Many businessmen in India become bankrupt and committed suicide if the business is going because he touched your hands. If you are studying and you pass, you pass because he touched your mind. If you are still breathing because his breath is in you. Don't act like a smart guy. Humble yourself. Come with a prayer, Lord. Let the, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. Amen. Can we give a clap of ring to the Lord? the heavenly Papa loves you and he makes mana in the wilderness when you left your country many testify here saying that we never thought in India we will find a church or a pastor the God of heaven who provided mana in the wilderness for his, for his children 
make provisions of this spiritual manna in the land of Gujarat where we Christians of India is not safe to worship him and you have beautiful places to sit and worship and that God is asking you where is my honor where is my reverence where is my respect you love your father a son honors his father and a servant is master if then I am the father where is my honor and if I am the master where is my reverence says the Lord of hosts to you priest not called us beloved people what is that written English says the Lord of hosts to priest who despise my name and then you say how I despised and if you go on now 7, 8, 9 verses do you think this fruit this things you come to your governors will they accept you I don't know why I am telling I know because the heart of the father is grieved away not about the worship, the attitude we carry in our heart and come to the church. If you change your attitude, you change everything. Your love to God should begin in word but end up in actions. May God bless you. And give you a transformed hearts. Amen. Your mind may be focused to give him honor, reverence, and respect. With that word, I welcome each one of you into the house of the Lord, in the presence of the living God. And I know he is here. I know he's here with me. I don't know about you. Because so carnal mind cannot understand spiritual things. So if you are living in a carnality, today is the day to say goodbye to that. Today is the day that you need to once again stretch your hands to him. Say, Lord, touch me again. We go back to Psalm 19 and 12 and 13. Verse 12 says, Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Some translations say secret sins. I'm continuing on the topic kinds of sin. 
The secret sin I elaborated last Sunday. Two, two things are secret sins. Those who have not come last Sunday for your understanding. Secret sins are what? The one thing that secret sin is that we are ignorant about that. Unknowingly we commit it. Like we talk and uh, jokingly we hurt somebody personally. You never intended to say that word to hurt him but joke. Personal jokes. So that is something that we are ignorant about it. And we continue to do it. Second thing, secret sin is what? Second secret thing, sin was what? The sins that is concealed from others. You commit some sins, but you never tell anybody that I'm going through it, I am having it like a relationship. Or like a sexual immorality, or about stealing, or about or about borrowing money and never say to anybody. Moral immoralities, sexual immoralities. You are in some relationship, you try to keep hiding it until somebody knows it. Some additions, you never tell anybody. That is secret sins. Two segments of secret sins. One is things that we do unknowingly, ignorantly, that brings hurt or pain to somebody. Second part of secret sin is what? The things that we commit, we know, but we conceal it. We don't tell anybody. And that's what Proverbs says. If you conceal your sin, you will not prosper. We hide from people. There are certain things that you cannot tell everybody. But you take somebody as a covering upon you. Accountable to that person. It could be your pastor. The best person is your pastor because he will never tell anybody. But what normally you do, you don't tell the pastor because you think that pastor will earmark you as a sinner. No. He will correct you. But if you say your best friend, you don't you never know that when your best friend becomes the worst friend. Don't tell. Okay, Miriam told me that not to tell, but you are my best friend. I am her best friend, but you are my best friend, so Liberty, I am telling you, don't tell. Liberty will say, Pastor told me, he trusts me, but Modi, you are my best friend, don't tell. It keeps on going. And then second kind of sin we said is that visiting sin. What is visiting, visiting sin? Visiting sins is that what? Visiting sin is what? Sins that easily ensnares us. Please loudly. Sins that easily ensnares us. Sins that are easily, easily ensnares us. Sins that are easily ensnares us. 
I kept on telling the Ten Commandments. Then I told about the deadly sin. What are the deadly sin? Proverbs chapter 16, 6, 16 to 19. Deadly sin. These six things Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. What are they? A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. These are deadly sin. What is the verse to see? 1 Corinthians chapter 6 18. This is the verse to see. What is that? Free. It does not say when temptation comes, pray. Eh? Somebody, when you go to the bed, you pray. No, it is not saying free. Means what? Run away. Run away from sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but you commit sexual immorality, sins against his own body. Body means spirit, soul, body and mind, everything comes together. So such distinctions are those. It could be a habit. It could be an attitude. You know, attitude, prejudice, over-tolerance, envy, all these attitudes. It could be sin of the tongue, filthy languages, gossip, lying. It could be misplaced affection, money, pleasure, preeminence. This one, misplaced affection. It could be sin, sinful, sinful sin of the flesh. What is that? Unlawful sex, lust, petty, all these things. So this was last time I shared. These things can easily answer you. If you go to a party, you say, I don't drink. But you go and sit with a glass of Coca-Cola or Pepsi, something. One time you may be able to sit. Slowly, sorry, slowly, slowly. One time, what is this? Nothing going to happen. We are not going to tell anybody. So faithful friends. Somebody said like this. When everything is good, those who stand with you is religion for the church. Everything is okay, people are there with you. That is religion. But when you go through trouble, those who stand with you are angels sent by God. It can be angels in the human, human form, but they stand with you. You can trust them. Don't trust friends standing with you when everything is good. 
trust friends who stay with you when you have nothing. And this is quote and unquote that when everything is good, the people who stand with you are religious people because Christians bear the burden. So, but when you are in trouble, who stands with you? They are angels sent by God in human form. Start trusting them. When you have nothing, they will stand with you. They have nothing, but they will stand and pray for you. And today, again, I want to take another topic, two more topics today. Psalm 19, 13, again. Keep back your servant also from which sins? Presumptuous sin. That is another category of sin. Presumptuous sin. What is presumptuous sin? Let us see what is the impact of it in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy chapter 17, 12. Now the man, man who acts presumptuously and will not heed the priest who stands to minister there before the Lord your God or the judge, that man shall die. So you shall put away the evil from his This is the impact of it. I will tell you what is presumptuous sin. But what is this? When a man who acts presumptuously and will not heed, means what? When correction comes, corrected, the people don't heed to them. People don't accept those things. And then live their own way, they shall die in the Old Testament. Praise God, we have mercy. Okay, this is the impact. This is where God stands. Then what is presumptuous sin? Presumption sin, presumptuous sin is it is like a rebellion. It is done in purpose. You often hear about sexual sins. Right? But you still continue to do. Saying what? Dare God punish me. I will commit this thing. Let me see what God will do. Or you will say that, okay, I will commit. Let God forgive me. Or let God punish me. Nothing will happen. It is a daring that you, it is a rebellious attitude that you show that you know it is a wrong thing but you still continue in doing that means what another way you can take you are challenging God. Let me see what you will do. That is presumptuous. It is taking the liberty. Freedom. Being very bold. Taking matters in your own hands. And dictate the way that you want. Rather than guided and governed by the presence of God. You are not submitting to God's commandments on that particular moment. 
Remember about Moses. The first time when Israelites has come against Moses for water, they murmured against him. God said, "What is it?" God said, "Strike the rock, and it water came." Second time again that happened. Here there was a difference in attitude. The first time Moses did not know what to do, how to face it. So he submitted to God. and he did what he asked him to do the second time the same scenario came up then he was angry his attitude was wrong is he was angry about people angry about god and then again, again he went to god say why should i do it god says speak a word but what did he do Some of you because we are, you become familiar familiar from doing the same things. I want to tell you, the old ways will not help you in walking in the new way. Your yesterday's experience will not survive you in today because every day the new mercies of God comes to for helping you. According to a book of Exodus, it says that every day there is a new mercy. Are you listening to me? So what happens? He knew that. Think about David and Bathsheba's Bethsheba, story. He was a king, and his army was fighting. Can you imagine armies fighting? King is in the palace. Is it possible? Because king should be in the front, and he was a man. He was walking on his terrace and saw far a beautiful woman, bathing naked, falling, lost, took her, slept with her. Here comes up to this still temptation, but now what happened? He took rest of the things in his hand. What did he do? He asked his captain to put her husband in the front, and then said, "Kill him." Presumptuous. You know that you did a mistake, but you start praying, God. Let me see what will happen. Any, many times, how many times we spoke about pornography? How many times we spoke about sex without, uh, with outside marriage is a sin. Fornication is a sin. You hear it? Just go out. Just few minutes out, and then we can see all. Mo- most of them are with their. Sitting, lying by night, church late, but go home late. Presumptuous sin. You take granted God. I tell you, your sins will find you out. That's why presumptuous sin. 
user. You remember David's time? He knew that he is not supposed to handle the ark of God. And even if he is handling the ark of God, he knew that because he is not the chosen Levite, he cannot touch the ark of God, but he wanted it, he touched it. That's why yesterday I said, you know that this Sunday I have something that unrepentance is there in my heart. I'm not supposed to be in the worship team or I'm not supposed to be in the in the in, in the ashtray team or in the evangelism team until I get peace with God. Let me stay outside and see that I have peace with God. But what we do? Without all that turbulences and chaotic situations, you are burning with anger, some people may be burning with jealousy, some people may be anger, in you, sometimes you may be having pain, but with all that, with all repentance, we partake in Holy Communion, we partake in, in Holy Communion, 1, 11 chapter 7, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 11, 12, it says that when you you participate in unworthy manner, what it says, that's why some of you are sick, some of you are bankrupt and some of you sleep means what sleep before time means death before time we know that we have something to be reconciled with God and people but still we keep on going thinking that nobody seen me nobody seen me doing this crime nobody no witnesses are there because the Old Testament, what is that? Any accusation should be confirmed by two or three witnesses. Nobody is for me. Yet these things that until somebody catch me, I'm not a stealer. I'm not a sinner. Presumptuous sins. I'm I read to you. Now the man who acts presumption means what he knows and still he does. And then he do not heed the priests, the pastors, the, the prophets when they correct what will happen. Therefore the Lord your God of the just the man shall die. So you shall put away the evil from Israel. Israel is chosen people. Let us turn to some verses. Deuteronomy chapter 1, 42 to 43. Only two points I will come close in today. And the Lord said to me, Tell them, Do not go up nor fight, for I am not among you, lest you be defeated before enemies. See, this is the thing that God said to Israel. Don't go, don't fight, because I am not there with you. Okay, what happened? 43. So I spoke to you, yet you would not listen. But you rebelled against the command of the Lord and presumptuously went up to up into the mountain. Means what? I told you not to do that, but you took authority of your situation and still you went ahead. How many times you have unrest in your heart, but you have what is unrest? Sometimes you think like somebody come and touch me and say that, hey, don't do that. Sometimes God leaves an impression in you. You are restless inside. That's a sign that God is not pleased with that decision. 
When peace comes, you know that, okay, this is okay. But you still wait for some time. Here God says, I said to you, I am not with you. You don't go to fight. If you go, you will die. But you still did it. That is presumptuous. When I say no, don't do it. Turn to Proverbs chapter 21, 24. A proud and haughty man, scoffer is his name. He acts with the arrogant pride. Definition of a haughty man, a proud man. What is his name? Scoffer. And he acts like arrogant pride. Spiritual pride is a great grace enemy to your spiritual growth. People think that, oh, I am senior to you. What for? In the presence of God, there is no senior and junior. That you know the story when the vineyard, when morning somebody came and he paid the same money, his salary, and the last hour somebody came, he gave the same um, money to him. So don't think that oh, I am for seven years, so I am senior. And then you push people down. No. When you become senior, you need to be humble. How many of you love to serve God? Amen. And how many of you love to serve people? Only four or five people. Let me ask you, what is what is the essential thing that need to serve the people? Huh? Humble. What do you need to serve people? Love. Allow, but what do you need? You need a heart to serve people. You, know? you say what you say? I have a heart to serve people. I want to tell you. You cannot, you, you, okay, let me say like that. It is not enough to have a heart to serve people. You need to have a heart of God to serve people. What is the heart of God? He took a towel and wrapped upon him, sat to the Judas, took his dirty, feet, washed it and said, if you want to be senior, be the junior. You want to be the master? Serve the people. To serve the people, Ashers, listen, you only don't need a serving heart. You need to have a God's heart. Love people, you does not need love. Heart. Yeah? My heart. That's why you break. Ah, it's true. Because love, who is love? God is love. Then you to love who what you need. God's heart you need. And that is only can cling to God's chosen partners. Not everywhere. You get breaking everywhere. 
Titus chapter 11, 7. Now before that you go to Ecclesiastes chapter 7, 16 and 17. These all are presumptuous things. I command in my heart saying, look, I have attained greatness and I have gained more wisdom than all who were before me in Jerusalem. My heart has understood great wisdom and knowledge. 17. And I set my heart to know wisdom and to know madness for him. I perceive that this is also his grasping. You are saying, no, 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 you are showing something different. 7, 16 and 17. Sorry. Do not, I want you to read it. Oh, oh, oh. Make some sense. You think you are over righteous. You think that you are big wise enough to, to handle everything. And what is the proverb? The man with all wisdom. King Solomon says, Why should you destroy yourself? That is, this is called what? Pride. Just because you read Bible, you cannot be a, a, a person who understands Bible. For that you need the Holy Spirit. And then 70. Do not all the wicked, nor be foolish, why should you die before time? So both are things. One, you destroy yourself. If you are over foolish or wicked, what you do? You will die before time. Presumptuous sins. Now Titus 1 7. For a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self free, not quick tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money. This is the qualification test for all the so-called pastors, prophets, all in the world. You check whomever you follow, check whether he is blameless, he or she. Whether he moves in his self-will, whether he is high-tempered, cooking-tempered, do this drink wine, violent. This qualification, last one is a qualification everybody has. Greedy for money. Second Peter 2.10 And especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority they are presumptuous, self-filled. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries. Understand? What is their walk according to? Flesh. How? In the lust of uncleanness. 
and despise authority. When you despise authority, what are you doing? The book of Ephesians says, submit to authority, but you despise authority. That is presumptuous sin. What is presumptuous sin? Done on a purpose. Just because you have never seen any consequences of sin coming into your life, you keep on doing that. Amen? Numbers chapter 15, 30 and 31. But the person who does anything presumptuously, whether he is native, born or stranger, that one thing brings a reproach on the Lord and he shall be what? Cut off from among his people. 31. Because he has, what he did? despise the word of the Lord and has broken his commandments that person shall be completely cut off, his gift shall be upon him. This is the Old Testament. That much serious was the sin that rebelliously you and me did before God and even today we are doing that. Like, what is the one of the commandments says about the Shabbat? Though we are not celebrating Saturday as Shabbat, Shabbat is six day working and seventh day resting. The Lord's day is that seventh day, first day resting and be with the Lord and six day working. Beginning with the Lord and continuing with the Lord. What is the what is the Ten Commandment about Shabbat? You should. If you are a Sabbath keeping person, do you think that you will be seen on the face of the earth? Because God will be, if you are not keeping Shabbat holy, it is a commandment that is broken. You know, presumptuous means what? You are rebelling against God's commandments, means what? The seventh day you sit rest from all work. That all work means what? The work that profits you. Some people don't have Sunday as a seventh day because in companies working shift. If that is a Wednesday, that Wednesday is your late, late weekly off, that day you need to keep it holy. Now God is not in, God is not mindful of day because all seven days belongs to God. Every day we need to worship Him. Not only on Sundays, not only on Shabbat days. But I am asking you, if God said Shabbat you should go keep holy and you observe it like that, and if we were in the era of Moses, what is that, brother? Go. Before somebody could bring ice, you are gone. Presumptuous sin. You see the woman caught in adultery. When brought to Jesus, what he said? I don't punish you. I don't judge you. What was the second command? I, I, in, my, in that position, 
If I would have been, I would think that getting a judgment was easier than following that strong word of God. Never again sin. How many times we speak about all these things or you continue that daily? We gossip. We speak about gossip. We read Bible. That is presumptuous sin. What is that? Knowingly, with a purpose, you do. Sometimes you tarnish the image of people knowingly. You spread rumors about them. That is presumptuous sin. What is presumptuous sin? Sin that is done knowingly to harm others. Rebellion. Rebellious attitude. You know that the what the consequences would be. So that is all about presumptuous sin. Can you imagine where are those places you are? Presumptuous things that you take into granted, taken granted. I I never beat my children. No, I'm not living in America. I know in America, if you shout at your children, you will be behind the bar. <laughs> my sister lives there. In Tulsa, she says every day morning she 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 works in a school. Also, people who know the Victory uh, uh, Churches of Tulsa, she works there in the church and the school. She's administrator. One thing she said to me was so painful to me, painful and fearful to me. When they come into the class, first thing they ask, "How was your last night?" How was your behavior, Sophia? Every day they take an account and give everything, everybody scold or not, then sign and that paper goes to the administrative office. From there it goes to the district education office to magistrate that uh, the children are taken there. And you see that. What is the condition of America? The youths are beggared. Why? Because there is no correction. My children, I never beat them. But I only controlled with my voice. You know, I told them one thing. When you obey my what I am saying, there is no boundary. But when you disobey, first I will put a boundary. Then, suppose your pastor Georgie is my son, so I am saying. <laughs> so I tell Georgie, is that? But when I said Georgie. And he knows that my boundaries are now closed. That do not expect anything more. And that is the time they understood that now I cannot violate what he is saying. And that cost me. He is 32 years till date. I never, 31 years, I never beat him or Jinsei. Never. Never scolded them. Never abused them. Why? Because they understood the boundaries. Here it says. 
You despise the word of the Lord. Broken that commandment. Don't tell that I'm, I'm in a new testament. Bible says what Bible says. The old testament things are the foreshadow of the things that is going to come. I told yesterday, you know, I'm a new testament. Hello brothers and sisters in Christ. Old testament Christ was concealed. The new testament Christ was revealed. Only difference is that only. In old testament Christ was concealed. The crucifixion of Jesus was shown in a crushing of the olive oil. It crushed. Because when the oil became a, or a healing oil. In the New Testament, the same metaphor, Jesus was crushed and he was broken by which we are healed. You cannot say that I am Old Testament and New Testament person. Every 66 books stands for us. Now the last one. The last one is in the book of Hebrew, chapter 10, 26 to 31. The very first word you need to underline is this, for if we sin willfully, what is the last sin, kind of sin? Willful sins. Willful sins. If we sin willfully, when after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. But a certain fearful expectation of judgment and a fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries. Anyone who has rejected Moses' law dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be bought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he has sanctified a common thing, and insulted the spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing. Read this everybody. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. What is the sin? Willful sin. Willful sin. What is willful sin? The sin that we commit knowing that it is a sin. Willful sin is what? The sin that we commit, knowing that it is a sin. Like pornography. Like sexual relationship. Lying. Stealing. Cursing somebody. Making false accusation about somebody. Swearing in the name of the Lord. Not going to, not having a relationship with God. Not going to school. 
not studying. It is all sin. Bunking is a sin. You know that it is a sin. You came to study and you bunk. Mercy. <laughs> Don't think that I will take it as your weaknesses and say I will not say anything. Yes, your parents are invested their their sweat and blood to make to make you to a engineer or a doctor or somebody. Not they not paid for a vacation here in India. You know that, and then you say. I studied well. I prayed well. Somehow, backlog three papers. Why backlog three papers? Come on, somebody. Where were you in the study holiday? I went to Ajmer. What for? Sightseeing. What you saw, you got. <laughs> in the time of study, you are sightseeing. What is sightseeing? You forget it. So what will happen? How many of you visited India? Many parts, Bombay or anywhere. You saw it. Now I ask a name of that city. You don't remember. The same thing happened. What you studied, you never remember. Willful sins. I'm taking to your level from the Bible level. Because I know this big big things you may not be doing, but the Bible, what Bible says, Nayasha, the small foxes. What is that? Small foxes? What do small foxes do? Destroy you what? Destroy you what? Yes, tell me. Your vine. Destroy your? Your vine. The wine, the vineyards, your harvest. See, let me tell you. You think that big things are destroying you, but it is not the big things because you know that this will be seen by people. But you think, do small, small things, which you think it is, it is not a harm. And that destroys you. Haunting. Willful sin is a sin we commit knowing when such that is a sin. And Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 7, 15 to 25, no need to read, but he says that I know what I want, don't want to do, I end up doing. And what I want to do, I don't do. There are certain things that we should not do, but we continue doing it. And why we do? This disobedience comes because of the weakness of the flesh. The flesh becomes habituated of getting pleasure. What the Bible says, crucify your flesh. But what we do? It is like that we no, when we go, go to, I, I have seen this, when casting out demons come, some people, please go away. 
They keep the Bible on the you know, the demons need to be casted out, not counseled. In the name of Jesus, don't try to be Jesus. In the name of Jesus, get out and wait for Jesus to do the work. Then don't, oh, there's nothing happening. You're still there. Okay, then shout, 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 shout. Hey, you are, some noise pollution is happening. Because the work is God's. Don't try to be Jesus. When, it, when something happens, you say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I command this wicked demonic spirit to leave and be healed. Finish. Because the work is of God. We are just element of medium that through which God works. God wants you to speak the word and performing the miracle is God's part. And what we do? We spend 10 hours in praying, 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 praying. Some people, what do you want? Who are you? <laughs> Speak to me. Speak to me. Look to me. Speak to me. Hey, it's demons. You are not the expert of demonology. Jesus never said, look to me. Before Jesus coming, they said, forgive us. Allow us to go. Painful sins. We know that that is, that is difficult. And Apostle Paul says in this Roman book, he says, how wretched I am. I thank God I am delivered. Ten twenty-six. For if we sin willfully, after what? You receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior. You receive His forgiveness. I want somebody to lift up your hands. How many of you receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior? You receive it. His forgiveness in your life. And then how you can live in sin. All hands came down. We need to ask that question. I'm not pointing figure to you. This is the question I keep on asking. If I am a child of God, I am the Son of a heavenly father, how can we have poor? How can my wallet may be empty, but still I will not have no lacking? That is my God. That's not it. My wallet may have millions of dollars, but still I can be poor. Because you may can buy certain things, but the peace of God you cannot buy. You can entertain yourself, but peace will not come. How long, devil? What say? If you knowingly, in the people sitting in the church, you knowingly go through through um, pornography and sex and things, 
There is no other sacrifice going to come. There is only one sacrifice. That is Jesus. You received him after that. Willfully you commit that sin. There is no other sacrifices. Get rid of it today. Get rid of it today. Why? Because you do not know tomorrow is there for you or not. Now. And then what he says? 27. But a certain fearful expectation of judgment. What will happen? After committing that one five, five minutes, two minutes of uh, that drink or sexual impact, after that, we, what happened? We we watching some pornographies and masturbation and things like that. After that, what happened? We have fear in us. Hey, hey, I committed this knowingly. I committed this knowingly. And there's a judgment that's going to come. And then what it says? And fearing indignation which will devour the adversaries. And then 28. Anyone who has rejected Moses' Lord dies without mercy. On the testimony of two or three witnesses. And I said, in the Moses' time, if somebody is gone, two witnesses, that's the penalty. But what happened? 29. How much worse punishment? Somebody say worse punishment. Worse punishment. Do you suppose will he be thought worthy? You thought what? You are worthy, even though you commit that sin, you willful sin. You thought you are worthy, but what? Who trampled the Son of God under food? And then what he says? Counted the blood of the covenant by which he has sacrificed common pain and insulted the spirit of grace. What much bitter punishment is awaiting for you when you receive Jesus Christ as your personal savior and you continue presumptuously, you are continuing doing, rebelliously, you are continuing doing those things. No repentance, no remorse, no, no, no confession, no, no guilt feeling. You are continually doing and doing. There is no second sacrifice of Christ going to happen. Every Sunday you come, Lift up your hands and sing worship. I give it all to you except my girlfriend. <laughs> except my glass of wine. And then pastor says, lift up your hands. Ask Lord, I give it to you. And after that evening, forgive me Lord, you understand. So I take back the glass. Every day, willfully, Knowingly, rebelliously, when you do, let me let me tell you, there is no one again to come to die for you. He is once for all paid the penalty. Somebody people say, You are today, tomorrow, and day after every sins are forgiven. Hello, it is forgiven, subjected to you walk in the commandments of God. 
Don't take the help forgiven and then you keep doing everything. No, no, no. Subjected to. I told you. Before you ever come into Jesus, whatever you sin you committed, even you murdered somebody, that sins are forgiven the day Christ become your savior. But after that, whatever you do, that will be judged. No matter you say, Pastor, I ask forgiveness. Ask forgiveness. That's okay. So, judgment will come. You will not be, your salvation will not be forfeited. But God is giving crowns according to everybody. So what will happen? What you do, sow in this world, you reap from it. You abuse your, you don't know, do not honor your father and mother. May God doesn't allow that to happen. Just wait for you to be father and mother. After 10, 15 years of time, your own children will commit the same thing to you because you sow and you will read. Somebody say, I have my mother, my mother, she did everything, but I am not with good care. Your child also will say the same thing to you. Why is that so? Tell me. Abraham. Sorry, this one. Abraham. When he went with Sarai, she was so beautiful. The king had an eye on her. And what he said, don't tell that you are my wife. You tell that you are my sister. Okay. And then when he caught her, the man was about to have some movement to her. The God appeared in spirit in, in the dream and said, don't touch her. That is the wife of Abraham. Then he said, hey man. How can you do that? I would have committed a crime. Abraham did the same. Isaac did the same. Jacob did the same. What you do? Your children will, your Jacob will do it. Your Isaac will do it. Willful sins. There is no other sacrifice. Don't think that what you, you, what you do here finishes with you. It will find you out. If you do good things, good things will find you out. If you do sin, sin will find you out. So, after receiving Jesus, when you commit sin, there is forgiveness. Forgiveness. But what you lose, you lose the crowns. A Christian should not live for going to heaven. Because that is your eternal place. From there you came and you have to go there. But what God gives, there are seven crowns in the heaven. I will talk one day. My beloved and faithful servant. You become faithful in the little, come and inherit big, and you will place a crown. A crown of life, all like that is there. Seven crowns. Understand that? You inserted the spirit of grace. After coming to Christ, when you do these kind of sins, what you do? You insert the, the spirit of grace. Grace is what? What you never deserved, he gave it to you. Mercy is what? 
What you deserve, he never given to you. You are supposed to die. He saved you. You are supposed to not to be blessed, but he blessed you. That is grace. And then, 13. For we know him who said, God, vengeance is fine, I will repay. But himself, God says, you don't take vengeance. You don't pay. I will do it. And again, the Lord will judge who? Who? His people. Write down your name there. His people. And then, 31. This is something that we need to understand. Everybody read. How many of you read and you feel it? You are just reading like a novel. Do you tremble in this world? How fearful it is to fall in the hands of living God. If you ever thought this, then how fearful it would be. The God who, you know, there's, there's a story. There was a man who committed again and again sins, crimes, and one of his friends used to always bail him out. And every time he said, friend, don't do this again. He will say, no, sorry, thank you, I will not forget this. Again he fall. And every time he committed the sin, crime, and he come into the court of judge, and he been bailed out by that friend advocate. One day, when he was committing the crime and he was very happy, knowing that my friend will bail me out, and when he looked, he cannot find anywhere him. And all of a sudden, there was a voice saying, Stand up in your place, that is the honor, the judge is coming. Everybody stood up and he left this, and when he looked up, he saw the friend who was the advocate who bailed me out was sitting on the seat of judge. Today I want to tell you, 1 John chapter 2, 1 and 2 says, You may not sin, that's why it is written. But even if all you are sin, you have an advocate seated on the right hand of the Father. His name is Jesus. Today you have an advocate who will bail you out from the deadly punishment, judgment of hell. When you repent unto him. But if you delayed, the friend, the advocate who is today bailing you out is going to be seated on the throne of judge. And that day every knee shall bow down and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Because judge is there never to forgive, but he judge us to do justice to his judgment. He will judge you. And what he says, how fearful it would be to fall in the hands of the living God. How fearful it would be. Have you thought, ever thought, you cannot run away from God. You cannot run away from God. God will find you out. 
Because he loves you, he will chase you. Jacob tried to run away, God chased him. He had an encounter with God. He climbed, he went into the promised land, limping. He was limping. What, what, what was that? It is the wrestling of God. So wrestling with God. So why he was limping? Because he should not say that by my power I entered into the promised land. By the grace of God. Your promised land is assured in Christ Jesus. But you can enter only because by the grace of God. Don't insult the spirit of grace. Today say no to sin. Today say no to that gossip. Today say to no to that willful sins of uh, pornography, sexual sins, alcoholism, addiction, betrayals, cheating. All are willful. No. All sins are act of the will. All sins are act of the will. You cannot sin without deciding to do it. Beloved children of God, I'm closing. Willful sin is a deliberate, presumptuously refusing to accept. You never accept. When you are asked why you did so, what you do, you keep on justifying your act. No correction. I yesterday said, I will last Sunday said, your mind either drawing you towards to God or drawing to your own self. Beloved children of God, you know, laziness is a sin. Romans chapter 21. Not lacking in diligence, fervent in the spirit, serving the Lord. If you do not have this, you are, that's a sin. Which is the biggest sin? No, that is the deadliest sin. Pride. No, that is. Disgracing the Holy Spirit. Okay. That is that is called as yeah, that is called as that is called as uh, 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 I have written somewhere not getting okay. The biggest sin is pride because with pride Lucifer fell. The biggest when we when in the spiritual world, when we have pride, we will fail. What does the Bible say? Before fall, pride comes. Before fall, pride comes. I'm sorry, I'm taking some time. I will take some more time. Choir, please, worship team, please come. And what should we do? James chapter 470. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is a sin. 
Is it not to do good, but you don't do it? It's a sin. Galatians chapter 5, 16. I said, and walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill. You shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Galatians chapter 5, 13. Praise Jesus. Praise for you brethren have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh. The freedom in Christ, don't use it as freedom to do anything. But through love serve one another. I have spoken about secret sins, visiting sins, presumptuous sins. And willful sin. What is the remedy? One God, one Sabbath. The last portion the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. All sin means what, Shalom? The secret sins, the visiting sins, the presumptuous sin. The willful sins. All sins. With one warning. When you come to know the knowledge of the truth of Jesus Christ, don't do it again. Don't do it again. If at all you fail, verse 9. Verse 9. If we confess our sin, we need to confess our sin. Don't hide yourself. Don't rebelliously live doing the same thing forever. Submit to God. God, I am sorry that I never honored my father and mother. In India we say father and mother is equal to God. And in the Bible we say that if you do not love the brother whom you know, how can you love a God whom you never see? If you cannot love a brother whom you see, but you cannot, how can you say that I love a God? If I cannot love him, how can I say I, I love God? If I cannot forgive him, how can I say that my sins are forgiven? If you confess about sin, what is he? He is faithful. And what is he? He is just for what? To forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I challenge today, in the beginning of year 2023, in January, are you living in unrighteous kinds of sins in your life? Either Secretly you are sinning. Willfully you are sinning. Rebelliously, presumptuously you are sinning. And if not, you are, you are, you are in an association that easily encircles you with the things of the world. Money. Money. Judas loved money. For whom? Sonia. Jesus loved money for whom? 
for Judas Iscariot too. He loved money for whom? Himself. Jesus loved you for whom? Judas gave his life for whom? Money. And Jesus gave his life for whom? For whom? Money takes your life. Jesus gives his life. Some of you, you businesswomen and men sitting here, entrepreneurs, congratulations, but don't exchange God or Sunday for money. My children, Georgia and Jinsi, Sundays, it happens here also. All extra classes, all tuition classes, everything is on Sunday. But my children never went on Sunday to school or tuition classes. But God honored us. Both of them, son become graduated, graduated in multimedia animation and VFX and everything. Daughter become postgraduate in interior design. We honored God. Some of you, Sunday you are not free. Why? Your business. Friends. Birthday parties. Demand. <laughs> Much other stuff. Or, and sometimes I'm afraid. Sometimes I think, in, in, in India, you know, why, I mean, I ask people, why didn't you come to the church? No, my auntie was sick. I was thinking, all aunties should be sick only on Sunday. Money is a good slave, but not a good master. As long as you control money, it's good. The day money controls you, it is very bad. We need money, but don't live for money. I am challenging you this evening. Do you have something to submit to God? Do you have something to say to God? God, I understood the kinds of sin, the secret sins, the visiting sins, the presumptuous sins, the willful sin. I have some categories which I never told to anybody. But I want to tell you today. And I want to get rid of that in from my life today. So that I can be pure and holy unto you. So that, go back to Psalm 19. Onwards, read. Let us read. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. 13. Keep back yourself and also from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless. And I shall be innocent of great transgression. Understand that? When you get rid of these presumptuous sins and secret sins and besetting sins and willful sins, what you will be? You will be innocent of that great transgression. And then, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart acceptable to in your sight, O oh God. If these things are living in you, if you are hiding these things in your life, choir, worshiping, leaders sitting here, if you are worshiping and this is not in, this is in you, then the words of your mouth will not, and the meditation of your heart cannot be genuine, pure. It is really contaminated. 
And then third worship you will give. And then it says, My strength, my believer. I want you to want to rise up in your place. And today, how many of you want to say by to your today and say, Lord, I have these things in my life. And I want to give it to me. 